Shore's home for the best music. 1049 WBOQ Gloucester. It's time for John Paul, the car doctor, on North Shore 1049. Call today with your car questions, comments, or concerns. 1-800-370-1049. That's 1-800-370-1049. John Paul, the car doctor. And good Saturday morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Car Doctor Program on 104.9. That's right, FM 104.9. For some reason, Jimmy, I'm hearing myself a lot. I don't know why that is. Never usually happens. Not now, because he fixed it. Because I just said seconds ago, Jimmy's a professional. And he's amazing. And uh, he's, he's holding everything together for me. So thank you. Thank you to Jimmy Carter uh, for doing the great job that you do every Saturday. And... Uh, you know, this is where we get together and talk about cars. In fact, if you follow me on Facebook, I did a little Facebook car doctor warm-up around 9 o'clock, and that's always kind of fun to do and say hi to everybody who pops on Facebook. Uh, yesterday, I did a little Instagram Live with the AAA Instagram page. Never been on, never did a live Instagram before. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it was successful. A lot of people popped on and said hello, uh, which is always kind of nice to see. I like to see that. Uh, so what do we got planned for today? Well, we're going to talk about a car that got me around, the Ford Explorer ST. We're going to talk about some ways to make sure that your car starts when you start driving it again, if you haven't been driving it in a while. And uh, we're going to be talking to, right now, our buddy, Brian Loans. Brian, good morning, and welcome back to the Car Doctor Program. Thanks for having me on, John. I appreciate it, man. I, I hey, uh, I figured uh, you know what's what's going on. Well, let's let's talk about you for a while. Uh, <laughs> Enough about me. Let's talk more about me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about let's talk about you. Uh, you're uh, you know we we hear your voice. We see you now on TV all over the place. Uh, I was. Uh, I was uh, poking around the internet and uh, I found some past episodes of Put Up or Shut Up. Um, tell us, tell us what you're up to. So, um, you know, my I guess my most major league thing that I do now is I'm the uh, lead play-by-play guy for the HRA on Fox broadcasts and like every other racing series in the known universe. We're currently on a forced break, um, scheduled hopefully to get back at it in June. Um, kind of going down to the Gator Nationals at the drag race. I think a lot of people have heard of down in Florida, but. Yeah, that's my job. Um, I've been involved in drag racing for probably 20 years now and uh, kind of been an announcer for the majority of that time and slowly kind of crawled my way up the ladder to uh, to be in the place I'm at now. I still write a lot. Uh, Bankship.com is a website that I founded with um, a couple of guys back in 2008, and um, that's the website that uh, we publish you know, daily automotive content on, and um, that's how I got to know you uh, through the, through yeah. the uh, New England uh, Motor Press Association and and uh, doing the stuff we do with uh, with new car stuff. So, yeah, man, I'm, I'm just doing car stuff. And thankfully, you know, uh, during this period, um, people are at home looking at the Internet a lot. So I've been able to uh, maintain a pretty busy uh, schedule, even though it's been in my house, just kind of doing content creation stuff. Yeah, it, it is pretty interesting, the amount of people that are using the Internet to kind of stay connected, which is... Uh you know, which is phenomenal. Um, you know, you talked about you talked about racing, and New England's had a pretty rich racing history with things like, uh, you know, we, you know, some people may have not realized there was a uh, what was it eighth mile drag strip up in uh, Norwood. Yeah, so your drag racing in New England has been, you know, it's, it's a lot longer legacy than a lot of people understand. I mean, back in the 50s, uh, there's, there's been drag strips in Charlestown, Rhode Island. You can go down, you can still actually walk on uh, what was the drag strip in Charlestown, Rhode Island at an old, um, it was an old airport, uh, airport or actually, I guess Navy, uh, Navy Air Base down there. They raced there in the 50s, Norwood, Massachusetts, the 8-mile racetrack that was uh, part of the circle track there was run as a place called New England Dragway South back in 1968. And the funny story about New England Dragway South is that the neighbors, for some reason, didn't mind the circle track, but they really hated the drag strip. And I think it was because the drag strip would run, like, Wednesdays and Friday nights, and they really didn't like the noise. So mm. when the uh, the lease, the, the management of New England Dragway was operating the Epping track, which is still in existence, and this track at the same time, 
And once they understood that they would not be coming back for the next 1969 season, like on the last night of the year, they booked in two jet cars to really bring the point home. <laughs> we will make as much noise as we want to make. Um, so yeah, New England Dragway South, uh, that place was a one year only in 1968. And then Orange, Massachusetts, the airport out there was a, a drag strip in the 50s and into the 60s. Sanford, Maine, which is really kind of the, was the biggest drag strip in the, in the early 60s before New England Dragway opened up. Uh, Milton, Vermont. I mean, there's a list of them. Oxford Plains, uh, Maine, Winterport, Maine. Those two places still in existence. So, yeah, drag racing in this part of the world. Connecticut Dragway down in Frank, Frank Murata, uh, the, the famed car dealer down in Connecticut, opened mm-hmm. that racetrack in the 60s. And the cool thing about Connecticut Dragway, uh, it is now, it's not really cool because it's not a drag strip anymore, but Connecticut Dragway is now part of the testing grounds for consumer reports down in Connecticut. Huh, I, I never do. I never do that. So it's it is it is interesting to see how how racing has changed. Uh, uh, you know, what do you think about all of this? Uh, the you know street outlaws stuff, the stuff you see on on TV. How how does that impact racing, good or bad? Uh, the, the bad. Uh, it's, it, overall, I, I think it's a positive thing, and, and I think the only bad part. Um, and, and really it's less than it has been in the last few years. The, the, the bad part was the glorification of, of doing this activity on the street, which is what, you know, all of us in organized drag racing are always like, are always frustrated when we see news reports yeah. of somebody doing something, uh, stupid on the public streets and they say the person was drag racing. It's like, no, that, that street racing, that's a completely different thing. When somebody punches a guy out on the sidewalk, you don't say that they were having a boxing match, right? You say they were having a fight and that's kind of yeah. the same. That's the same difference between street racing and drag racing. On the positive side, millions of people tune in to watch guys and girls doing cool stuff with cars on a week-to-week basis. And mm. it's proved to me that the car culture, is, car culture is still strong. And there's been a very interesting evolution of, of that street outlaw stuff onto racetracks. So the biggest stars in the street outlaws world anymore aren't necessarily the people racing on the streets. Those theories have moved into... Um, a, a kind of a traveling series around the country that's held on drag strips. They limit the amount of preparation to the drag strip, so it's kind of like a street, less, less traction available. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's been a great thing because these people pack the stands, they help these racetracks make money, the racetracks in turn stay in business and support their community. So, listen, man, to me it's like anything that, that involves people being interested in cars can't hurt, um, especially if the end result is, young people getting interested and want to go out and use their hands, learn a trade, do something like that. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I, I have to ask, though, what happened to Big Chief? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. It's like any sort of arc, I think, of, uh, I don't know if they're a celebrity, but, you know, those guys uh, came out of relative obscurity. I mean, they were well-known in their local area, and all of a sudden they were nationally famous. And my understanding is, you know, if you look back over the course of time, kind of like everything, they had some disputes contractually with the series and then, you know, they didn't they weren't really getting along in terms of the production side of things and, mm. and what and what they wanted to do individually. And honestly, there are so many personalities in that world, so many big personalities that are entertaining that they can basically turn the cameras off someone else and we have this conversation, right? There's there's yeah. no shortage of people that they can aim a camera at in drag racing that are that are lacking in entertainment value. <laughs> so I guess if you don't want to play ball, um, they will find somebody who does. Yeah, and you know, and I was amazed watching that show. Uh, the cars that were "quote unquote" street racing cars were ridiculous. You know, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm old, so you know, the the hottest thing you'd ever find on the street when I was when I was young, and and still, I think that you know, somebody put a you know great big blower on a car, and you know, made a lot of noise, and they were pretty fast. But the stuff they have today, with you know, with the Twin turbos, trans brakes, you know, triple shots of nitrous, uh, and making, you know, making ridiculous 3,000 horsepower, 4,000 horsepower on the street is just nuts. Yeah, so I, I'm involved in an event, called, an event called Hot Rod Magazine Drag Week, and this is an event that started in 2005. And if you can imagine this, it's basically, it is a, let's call it street outlaws on steroids. The big thing about street outlaws is that those guys, um, they race on the street or a closed street that has all the safety and stuff like that. Right. It is a street yeah. service. But with Drag Week, the event is the fact that over the course of five days, you have to drive the car that you race 
from track to track. And this is a thousand mile road trip that you start and you make a big circle and it, it, it gets moved around the country every year. But what I'll tell you is every car that shows up there has to be registered, has to be insured, has to have functional street equipment. And then you go out on the road and these cars, a couple of which make three to 4,000 horsepower that have full tubular chassis that are effectively full-on race cars that have been mm. modified to survive on the street, make the drive. And wow. it's astonishing. The guy, uh, there's a guy named Tom Bailey who um, kind of set an all-time performance mark at the event this year where he took his car, drove it a 1,000 miles, and on the last day of the event, drove this car down a quarter-mile drag strip in 5.99 seconds to 250 miles an hour after having driven it a 1,000 miles on the street. And it's... It, 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 it defies description, really. And like you yeah, said, I mean, you know, we live in an age where the cars you and I drive, you mentioned the Explorer ST at the start of the show. I mean, that thing is ridiculous. That that Explorer ST will bury any muscle car built during the 1960s, period, end of story. A Hemi Cuda in stock form would, would look like a hay wagon next to the Explorer ST. And, you know, our, our definitions of performance in 2020 have changed so much over the years. And I'm not saying I don't love that Hemi Cuda. But we live in an age now where horsepower is being made at levels no one ever thought possible. Yeah, I mean, absolutely giving horsepower away. It's it's amazing. And, you know, people talk about the golden age of the automobile whenever you think the golden age was. And this really is the golden age of the automobile. You know, when you can get a 400-horsepower uh, Ford Explorer that goes from 0 to 60 in 4.5 seconds and weighs, you know, 4,600 pounds or whatever it is, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, as, you know, as much as, you know, I, I love the hardcore stuff, you know, a big solid roller camshaft and an engine, you know, there's a big rumbling idle, all that stuff. But when you're able to drive this stuff that is modern and refined and engineered to the nth degree and will last 100,000 miles, it is, it's a really wild thing to look at, you know, and um, there'll never be, in my mind, there'll never be anything cooler than, you know, a heavy with a blower on it, stuff like that. Yep. It's who I am, it's what my nature is, but... I just I look around and and I look at a Golf GTI anything these little cars with these small displacement engines that can outperform these big hairy muscle cars from fifty years ago it's just it's wild. Yeah, it it really is, and you can read about a lot of the stuff you drive in your website, which is Bankshift dot com, right? Correct. Yeah, Bankshift dot com. It's a very wide ranging uh, automotive uh, kind of gearhead site. We do. Everything from kind of automotive history to obviously the, the new car reviews to uh, digging up cool stuff on the internet, and we're pretty tech heavy as well. A lot of stuff about yeah. you know uh, building engines, uh, making horsepower, kind of project type of stuff like that. We love to be hands on as well. But um, yeah, it's uh, I had the uh, the Land Rover a couple of weeks ago. Land Rover the diesel. I'm not sure if you've driven that one yet. The Discovery yes. with the diesel in it. Yes. Yep. In my yes, mind, you can agree or disagree, but to me, that is the best riding SUV. On the planet, it is a yeah. With yeah. the air suspension, it was it was a pretty amazing car. And actually, while I had it, I took it over to uh, took it over to South Shore Votech, and uh, Sean Hennessy's the uh, lead instructor over there. And I brought it over, and I said to him, "You, you got to bring the kids out to see this thing." And uh, and I said, "Just you know, first off, let me start it up." And he's like, he looks at me and goes. Let's see if anybody realizes it's a diesel because it was so quiet. And then I, you know, raised and lowered the air suspension. And they're like, and the kids were just like, oh, my God, this is this is ridiculous. And I said, yeah. And you go down the road. Now, as good as it is, there's some stuff in that car that I just absolutely hate. You know, the window placement, the window button placement is yeah. weird. The yeah. infotainment system, I wanted to, you know, attack it with a hammer. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> You know, but as far as as far as ride and the idea that that engine was so quiet, uh, pretty phenomenal. Yeah, we were um, we we did some mild, uh, you know, I don't want to say we did some mild law breaking with that, and only because we didn't have a permit. But we took it down to uh, Dutchbury Beach, and um, you know, you're supposed to have the permit year round to get out of the yeah. sand. But everybody was doing it, so we did too. Um, we took it out on the beach, and it, it, the sand setting, you know, has multiple uh, settings on. Uh, yep. in the transmission and drivetrain for different terrain. And, you know, as there was a lot of traffic on the beach, the sand was pretty loose out there, and I was using the sand mode. And this thing was ridiculous. And, yeah. you know, I have, I have two sons, uh, they're 11 and 13, and we're talking about, you know, the Land Rover and 
my young, my younger son was a little concerned about this thing's capability. But in my mind, other than a Jeep Wrangler, other you know, with, as far as legacy capability off road, that Land Rover is as good as anything you can buy. Period. End of story. And yes, it's maybe more refined in, in a lot of ways, but it does not lack any of the capability that um, that a Wrangler does, unless we're talking about a Rubicon, maybe. But you know, that Land yeah. Rover really made an impression on me. I love the way it rode, and the fuel economy was ridiculous. And yeah, I. I I was uh, far more in love with that Land Rover than I thought I would be when I had to give it back. Well, well, two things, you know, you said mild law-breaking. Two things uh, I noticed this morning on the uh, little warm-up thing I did on Facebook, the police chief in Abington popped on, just so you know. Okay, so he's radar yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> um, yeah, and, uh, and the other thing, actually, on Facebook this morning, um, uh the guy popped on and said, hey, uh, you know, when all this settles down, the Telluride Festival of Cars and Color is uh, coming up this summer. And uh, uh said, you know, if you ever find yourself out in Telluride, uh, you know, you got to check out this fantastic car and air show that goes out. So, you know, you were talking about the Internet and how people are looking for stuff. You know, there's some fantastic things out there, even if you can't always get to them uh there, there's some great stuff whether it's uh you know the newport car museum that you know s you know shows a lot of their stuff and and like you said the racing stuff uh you've got to meet uh both some interesting racers and now through the tv stuff uh i saw you hanging out with the guys from uh from uh, roadkill one day yeah david freiberger is uh, one of my best friends i've known david for about 15 years now and kind of talk to him every day he's uh he's a really good guy and um, what you see with David Freiberger is on camera is exactly him off camera. And he and I did a show, um, which has been re-released. If, if you can still watch it on Facebook Watch, and it's been re-released by Motor Trend on the Motor Trend app called the three, the three K Hoopty Challenge. And this is a drag racing show where the vehicles have to be worth a maximum of $3,000 as judged by us. And if you like kind of low dollar wacky fun, um, I suggest if you don't have the Motor Trend app, you can get it for like a buck a month. Uh, yeah. If you don't want to do that, you can go to Facebook Watch and just type in 3K Hoopty Challenge, and you can watch all six episodes. This is a professionally produced, crazy show that we made at Tucson Dragway a couple of years ago, and it was just re-released because, like everybody else, uh, Motor Trend's wanting to you know keep the fresh content coming. Yeah. And the, the response of people that had not seen it the first time has been amazing. It's been, I think it's got like 1.7 billion views or something on Facebook, wow. but it did very well in the app, and we're hoping to be able to do the Hoopty Challenge again. So if you like Lobuck, Young, and this is the coolest part about this show, virtually every contestant on this thing is a guy or a girl that's, like, under 30. And it's mm. proof, again, that, like, there's a lot of industrious kids out there that know how to make things work with their hands. They're curious about stuff. And none of these cars are anything that will win uh, a Show and Shine Award. There's very little polish involved, but it's yeah. a lot of heart and soul, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, although I will say, when I brought the uh, when I brought the Land Rover over to the Votex school, uh, one of the kids said, "Hey, can you roll coal with this?" Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I said. I said. Yeah. Yeah. We probably don't want to overfuel this and have it puke out uh, black smoke out of the tailpipe. I don't think it's really designed for that. Yeah, and, and you know, it's uh, and that whole that whole rolling coal thing is just a, is has been so damaging for the aftermarket and everything else. There's been so much negative publicity and stuff. And, you know, I really feel for guys like Gail Bank who have spent his life developing uh, and and engineering products for diesel engines and other engines, of course, but a lot of diesel stuff that doesn't create smoke, that doesn't create extra emissions. And, and he's, you know, he's been fighting this monster forever. But, yeah, if you're a kid, I guess there is some visual appeal to that. But come on, man, no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, and uh, and the uh, what is it? The Diesel Brothers got whacked with what eight hundred thousand dollars worth of fines. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a big one, and you know that was a real kind of shot across the bow. And you know the reality is um, one of the things that's going on right now, and, and I'm not sure how much it's been impacted by the current you know scenario with uh, with all the, the the viral distraction we've had, but you know the EPA has been taking a very hard look at the um, at the aftermarket. And, you know, I'm involved with SEMA, uh, Bankship's involved with SEMA, and they're keeping the industry kind of apprised at this. But, you know, one of the things that the whole kind of coal rolling phenomenon did was to get the attract, get the attention of a lot of different people that, um, that want to investigate what's going on with, with the high performance aftermarket. And, you know, thankfully, I would say 99 or 999 out of a thousand companies are doing everything they need to do correctly to comply with 
Federal emissions regulations comply with the laws as they're written. But um, you know how it goes, John. You, you really don't want people snooping around your backyard when you don't need them in there. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, if people want, you know, if people want to find out more, you uh, recently uh, put a podcast out. Yeah. So um, this has been a really cool project. And, and you know, um, I guess it's fortunate to have some of the time I've had recently. And it's allowed me to really kind of jump into this thing. Um, it's called the Dorkomotive Podcast. You can find it on, uh, you can go to dorkomotive.com. You can listen to episodes there. Or you can grab it on iTunes or you can grab it on Spotify, Stitcher, all those places. Um yeah. And this is a kind of an extension of my Instagram page. My Instagram page, I always post, you know, racing or automotive history. And a lot of people were saying, oh, man, I'd love to learn more about this. So it's really kind of a long-form version of Instagram where I take a particular moment in time or an event or a person and do a long-form historical kind of show on them. And it's all about, to me, it's all about the research and it's all about providing the context. It's not just me spouting opinions. It's, it's they're pretty, pretty hardcore research as well. Yeah, that, that uh, I listened to an episode this morning just to kind of get a little feel for it, and you know, I, and I I love to learn history stuff like that. It just it just makes it just makes it interesting to do, and you know, and I've you know over the years I've had uh, you know I I've never been a a big racing fan, but I like the culture of racing as much as the racing, and I guess because I have a little ADD, the idea of uh, drag racing is appeals to me because it's quick. And, uh, you know, I have a friend that invites me down to the 24 hours of Rolex all the time. And I'm like, okay. uh, yeah, I think that's too long for me. <laughs> Give me something that ends in under nine seconds. I'm, I'm much happier. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great, um, it's a, it's a very diverse culture up there with all the different motorsports and stuff. And, uh, you know, for me, it's the, the podcast allows, you know, it allows even people who just have a passing interest in racing. Like some of these stories are just, they go well beyond the racing. It's about yeah. you know, people. The most popular episode so far is one called The Mafia Killer Who Loved Funny Cars. And it's a profile of this guy named Broadway Freddie DeName, who was a funny car racer out of Brooklyn, New York in the 1970s. And he also was part of Roy DeMeo's uh, gang, who uh, he was involved with up to, you know, between 100 and 200 murders. Um, wow. It is, it's an incredible, I mean, it is, and I'm not just saying it because I made the thing, but it is a, a, an incredible story. And there's a lot of, um, if you like mob history and you like racing, there I don't think it gets any better than Broadway Freddy. Yeah, no, it, it, that sounds that sounds uh, real interesting. And the um, you know even I, I had I had a chance to sit down and have lunch with Don Garlitz, and you know you know as he was telling me about his his uh, he had to lie to his mother, and uh, you know she didn't want him racing. You know, and the you know the idea of uh, you know I think he was he was going to go to school to be an accountant or a bookkeeper or something. That's correct. Yeah, he was he yeah. was uh, working. He had gone to school and he was uh, working as a bookkeeper. Was miserable at it, and um, his mother had been remarried. So it was he gone racing. This was very early on. He'd gone racing and he'd come back to the house and he had uh, the window and the number was still shoe polish on the window of the car. And his mom saw it. And she started screaming at him. And as he tells the story, his stepfather kind of was a quiet man. He said, "If he wants to race, let the boy race." And the career of Don Garlick, the greatest drag racer ever lived, uh, yeah. born at that moment. His, uh, his longtime crew chief was a guy in TC11, uh, and TC has, has since passed away, but was a great guy. And his, one of his most famous quotes was, I didn't want my mom to know I was drag racing, so I told her I was in jail for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and, uh, you know, the other, the other person that is exactly like he was every time I've seen him on TV, um, you know, I had John Force on the show once, and he's he just he you know talk about drinking too much coffee or Red Bull or something. He is uh, he is an incredible man, and uh, yeah. it's been my fortune to to get to know him better over the course of the last several years working you know with the NHRA and being yeah. uh, kind of behind the scenes with him on some stuff. And um, he yeah he is you know the definition of an American success story. The guy came from nothing, came from a very small trailer. His dad was a a truck driver, uh, they, they moved around between logging camps. I mean, they literally, he grew up for a lot of his childhood in a, in a single wide trailer with like six people living in it. And, you know, his early drag racing career was, was the stuff of jokes. I mean, John Forrest yeah. was a leaker as, as we refer to them in the sport. He was a guy that didn't have enough money, was in over his head and had a car that was more apt to cause problems than it was to go down the racetrack. And, um, 
through his own tenacity and his own will, he was able to, and his own personality, he was able to start attracting sponsorships. And if you look at some of his early cars, he had Wendy's as a primary sponsor in the late 70s and early 80s. Mm. And they didn't give him much money, but this is a true story. The one thing they gave him was basically a card, and he got free Wendy's around the country. So they would eat Wendy's for every meal of the day. And just being able to save the money on food allowed him to do it. Yep. He would set the car in front of Wendy's stores and munch some hamburgers and then load it up and head to the next one. Wow. Yeah. I do like the chili, though. I'll give him that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Brian, always good stories. Uh, again, Bankshift.com is uh, how you find your website. And I'm sure on Bankshift there's links to the podcast too, right? Absolutely, yeah. It's all there. Yep. And, uh, if you love cars, you love history, you love anything to do with, uh, with machines and automotive stuff, uh, we're, the, we're the spot for you. John, thank you for having me on, man. Hey, Brian, always a pleasure. Always, I always learn something. Every time I talk to you, I always learn something. So I enjoy having Twitter, you on. Twitter, man, we'll right? have to, well, yeah, well, you know, uh, you know, now, now I got to go check out this mob killer guy that, that drove a funny car. You got to do it. Thanks, man. Yeah. All right. Hey, Brian, thank right. you. Take care. Bye bye. Brian Loans, uh, bankshift.com. You can check out his uh, podcast, uh, Dorkomatic. Uh, we need to take a break, pay some bills. We're running a little bit behind. My name is John Paul. The name of the program is The Car Doctor. You can join us if you have a question about your car, anything to do automotive. Uh, you can give us a call at 800-370-1049. We'll be right back. everybody we hope you all have a great easter weekend on the show monday we have comedian christine hurley and i also hit up tom brady and dave portnoy from barstool on instagram to see if i can get them on the show but they haven't replied yet obviously they haven't replied yet donnie i think they have other things going on but yes we hope you have an amazing weekend with your family social distancing of course stay safe and every weekday morning we're going to be joined by our local health experts, the Senator, and more. It's Erica and Donnie in the morning here on 104.9. Erica and Donnie in the morning on North Shore 104.9. Join us this Sunday at 7 a.m. for Dirty Work Hard Sale the Shot to talk about all your home projects. Dirty Work this Sunday at 7 on North Shore 104.9. All roadside assistance is not created equal. A car can break down anytime and anywhere. Join AAA, the roadside provider that puts you first. AAA covers you in any car you're driving or riding in. Our trained technicians arrive fast and usually fix the problems on the spot. Trust your safety to the most recommended roadside provider in the U.S. Join AAA today at aaa.com slash join. That's aaa.com slash join. As the warm weather is approaching, there is no better time to have your air conditioning system checked. Cranny Home Services is offering a $79 special if you book before the end of April. We are also throwing in a complimentary disinfectant cleaning of your AC system to help keep your family healthy. Our technicians are utilizing strict processes and procedures that keep them and your family safe. Cranny Home Services, we are here for our community. Buying or selling a home? Maria Salzillo of J. Barrett Realty can help. Maria Salzillo has been a licensed agent for over 30 years. Her valuable insight and dedication provides her clients with the finest personal service and professional representation. Maria knows the greater North Shore area. She focuses on the specific needs of those buying or selling a home. If you've been considering buying or selling a home, give Maria a call today. 508-527-6910. That's 508-527-6910. 527-6910. Beth Israel Leahy Health extends our deepest gratitude to all healthcare workers across Massachusetts. Thank you for your unwavering commitment to keeping our communities healthy. And join us each day at noon for the playing of our national anthem. And welcome back to the Card Art. I can't even say my own name today. Welcome back to the Car Doctor program. My name is John Paul, the Car Doctor here to help you with your car problems on North Shore 104.9. Our phone number, 800-370-1049. Well, every week I record gas prices for AAA, and uh, some of it we use a service, and some of it I drive around, and I have a route 
that I do just before I get on the highway, typically before I drive to work. And I have seen prices as low as 159. What do you think of these low gas prices? Of course, you gas is cheap and you can't go anywhere. Um, or you're not supposed to go anywhere. I guess it's okay to drive around. You're just not supposed to interact with people. Uh, but, um, you know, the other thing, when I see people driving around with a mask on and they're in the car by themselves, I kind of wonder, but maybe they put their mask on earlier. And they don't want to take it off and get their mask dirty with their dirty hands. I don't. I, I don't know. Well, we'll let the doctors figure that one out. But yeah, what do you think of these low gas prices? Eight hundred three seventy one zero four nine is how you get through and talk to us about whatever's on your mind uh, about cars and automotive things. There's a couple of recalls in the mail. In fact, um, about three hundred thousand Jeep, uh, Ram, and Dodge vehicles were recalled. For a weird thing, a glitchy backup camera, which seems kind of weird to me, uh, and only because it's like a backup camera that causes a recall. It just seemed it seemed kind of weird, but yeah, I guess uh, they uh, they had some problems with the backup camera, and uh, it includes uh, late model uh, 2019, 2020 uh, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, Renegades. Well, because the uh, the lingering rear view image can distract the driver and increase uh, risk of a crash. So in other words, you shift into drive and it stays looking backwards for a while. Doesn't seem like that's recall worthy to me, but according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, it is. So there's a whole bunch of those. There's about 300,000 of those uh, for, for, just that, for just that reason. And... Um, uh, my car, my own car, has a backup camera, and I, it's not. It's I guess because it was I, I bought the uh, the sort of bottom of the line version of my car. It it has a backup camera because the government requires cars to have backup cameras, and it's a little small screen, and the it's not very cl- clear. And I don't use it very often because I don't use backup cameras a whole heck of a lot. Anyway, uh, my wife's car, which is a little bit older. Uh, that year car, uh, started to have backup cameras, but this was the first kind of, uh, it was an early model in the 2015 model year. The later 2015s did have them. Uh, hers does not. That's a car that actually, it's a Volkswagen Beetle. That's a car that actually could use a backup camera because it's a convertible and with the top up, there's visibility is not very good. So, uh, with top down, visibility is great. See all kinds of stuff, but with top up, not that good. So, um, that is one of the issues that, you know, is worth, uh, you know, uh, you know, always, it's always worthwhile to check and see if your car has been recalled. Normally, if you go to a car dealer, they always run the vehicle identification number to see if there's a recall. Uh, you're, maybe you don't go to a car dealer, so they might not do that. So, what do you do? Well, you go to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration website or safercar.gov. And you put in your car's 17-digit vehicle identification number, and it will let you know whether the car has been recalled or not, and let you know whether the recall has been completed. Actually, so it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty good website um, and pretty thorough. Where before it would be like uh, 300,000 uh, Jeep Wranglers are recalled. Well, is yours one of them? I don't know, but with when you put in the 17-digit vehicle identification number, it makes it that much easier. Easier so. You do know whether your car has been recalled, whether your specific car has been recalled, so you can you can kind of find out about that and see see how it all works. Uh, yesterday or two days ago, I was out and actually stopped by old buddy Junior D'Amato's shop down in Middleborough. He's um, he's running a little bit of a skeleton crew down there, and but he's still busy. And he was doing some he was doing some really interesting work. You know, when we had Brian on talking about uh, racing, he had a '69 Camaro in there that he was adding uh, traction bars. Not like the old-fashioned kind. These are pretty sophisticated-looking traction bars that you uh, that uh, just provide more rear tire grip to the road, and it doesn't look like they impact the ride very much, which is kind of nice. Also, he had an older Cadillac Seville, which um, the Sevilles were basically Chevy Novas. The Cadillac put a Oldsmobile engine in, I believe, an Oldsmobile engine, and put fuel injection on it. 
Well, they ran okay when they were new. As they got older, they ran not so okay. Uh, he put a fuel injection system, a Holly fuel injection system on, which took the place of the, uh, the factory fuel injection. About 10 hours worth of labor to completely install it. But it's amazing. You go over, you, you turn the key, let the fuel pump energize, so you wait a couple of seconds till the system uh, pressurizes, turn the key, starts right up, idles nice and smooth. Uh, and what's nice is you open the hood, and uh, stock air cleaner. So it looks completely stocked, runs really well. Um, you know, pretty interesting stuff. And when I when I talk to people, uh, our, our buddy Larry up at uh, up at Route One, uh, you know, talk to him about some of the stuff he sees in the shop. Uh, shops are still open. You know, sometimes they're running on a little bit of a you know reduced workforce because they may not be as busy as they used to be. And a lot of shops now are really making a point when you know either you know completely non-contact, so you drop off your keys, put it in an envelope, they call you back, ask you what you know what you want to do, uh, sanitize the car when you get it back, so it's all it's all clean and fresh and no germs inside of it. And they do the same thing when they get in it; they sanitize it, make sure that there's nothing going on there because we are in this um, virus state. I guess is the best way to explain it. Even the road test cars that uh, I get and Brian gets and uh, Junior gets and other people get the company who delivers them. There's always a card inside the car that says this car has been sanitized. Uh, and uh, do the same thing when I give it back. I always make sure that it is clean and I wipe it down inside just in case because um, you know I don't want I don't want anything to happen to the folks that uh, deliver the cars or transport the cars or whatever the case is. So the car that got me around uh, in the last uh, week or two was the Ford Explorer. The Ford Explorer is a completely new vehicle for 2020. The first Ford Explorers were rear-wheel drive. Um, Four-wheel drive was optional, of course. The previous generation Explorers were front-wheel drive. The latest Explorers returned to its roots as a rear-wheel drive vehicle uh, with four-wheel drive. Engine choices, a little bit different than it used to be. You know, way back when, it was a couple of different V8s. Uh, well, the uh, base engine is a 2.3-liter turbocharged four-cylinder, a V6 option that, depending on trim level, uh, can develop up to 400 horsepower, and a battery electric hybrid, which I have yet to see. In fact, I know somebody has one on order, but it doesn't seem to be showing up. Our road test was in the Explorer ST with the 400-horsepower turbocharged engine, 10-speed automatic transmission, and four-wheel drive. The interior of the Explorer looks much more contemporary with the large uh, portrait-style uh, infotainment system, interior trim. The seats are very comfortable with a multitude of adjustments as well as being heated or cooled. The airy interior, the airy interior is further enhanced with optional twin panel moonroof. The Explorer is also one of the, uh, just a few vehicles that has almost too much legroom. Something I don't find very often. I'm about six feet tall. I found myself actually moving the seat forward just a bit. Um, this would be a great vehicle for tall drivers, uh, with the seat position and steering wheel adjustments. Even my wife, who is about six inches shorter than me, uh, was able to find a comfortable driving position. The rear seat is comfortable for adults, and in this model was also heated. The third row, like many vehicles in this size group, is really designed for kids. The controls are well laid out and easy to use. The latest uh, Sync 3 voice control system is one of the better that I have used. I remember the first, I remember sitting with Craig Fitzgerald and, uh, in one of the first Sync systems, which Sync means you kind of talk to your car and it does stuff. Uh, and he did a video yelling at the car because it works so poorly. Now the new systems actually work pretty well. Uh, so our test vehicle also had a self-parking feature. It worked okay, but I found with the 360-degree camera system, I could park as well, only quicker, and I'm not that great at it. But if you need a little extra help parking, uh, the self-parking feature will help you do that. So, um, you know, for people who seem to go with their kids and all their electronics, there's plenty of USB ports and 12-point 12-volt power points. In addition, the Explorer has a built-in Wi-Fi hotspot, so once you sign up for it, it has a capability to connect every passenger in the vehicle to the Internet, so you're not you're not using your cell phone data as a, uh, as a hotspot. Uh, sometimes what happens is you can run into some problems that way. On the road, the 
400 horsepower ST engine is surprisingly fast with 60 miles an hour arriving in just about five seconds. So really fast. Uh, the latest Ford Explorer, in my opinion, is the best Ford Explorer. Certainly the 2020 Ford Explorer does a lot of things very well. And if you can live with just a couple little negatives, the Explorer by Ford can be a very good choice. Why don't we take another break? When we come back, we might even do a little bit of trivia, and it's going to be a tough one. We'll be right back. in 24 hours. That's the Mastranzi Brothers' pledge to you during this challenging time at home. Make sure you have the power you need this spring. Purchase your lawnmower or tractor online from Mastranzi Brothers in Beverly and they will deliver it within 24 hours. Assembled, oiled, gassed, and lubricated. Just go to MastranziBrothers.com for details and get your power in 24 hours. And as always, pickup and delivery is free for as long as you own your machine. Check them out online at Mastranzi.com. Erica here from North Shore 1049 Morning Show. My family and I have been spending a lot of time at home recently. We're all working at home and doing our projects. We are lucky enough to be one of the many millions of Americans who have changed the quality of our sleep with My Pillow. My Pillow not only wants to help us get the best night of sleep of our life, but they are also changing their production right now to help make masks for hospitals. And they are doing a buy one get one free pricing right now on Supina My Pillows, Giza Dream Sheets which I love, my pillow towels, the roll and go anywhere pillows, duvet covers, Giza pillowcases, bolster pillows, and neck pillows. But you have to go to the radio listener special page at mypillow.com, use the promo code North Shore for North Shore 1049, or call 1 800 850 6074. That's radio listener special page at mypillow.com, use promo code North Shore, or call 1 800 850 6074. Hey, uh, you know, everybody who listens knows I work for AAA. I've been at AAA for 35 years now. And we just want to remind you, you know, all roadside assistance is not created equal. You know, we're the people that put you first. Did you know that if you're a AAA member and you're in someone else's car, we'll still come and rescue you, that driver, in that car? And sometimes we'll even try to fix the car when we're there. So uh, trust your safety to the most recommended roadside perverter, perverter, provider, jeez, uh, because we, we're there for you. Uh, join AAA today. We have some great deals right now, too, by the way. Uh, so go to AAA.com slash join. And, again, we are the most recommended roadside provider in the United States. So uh, join AAA.com at uh AAA.com slash join. Look for the look for the good deals. There's some great deals right now. We'll be right back. Rasta Pasta Pizzeria, 407 Cabot Street in Beverly, is open from 11 a.m. till 9 p.m., seven days a week for takeout or Uber Eats pickup and delivery. Rasta Pasta is the home of fresh, never-frozen toppings, wraps, subs, salads, and wings with a focus on locally sourced quality ingredients. Visit rastapastapizzeria.com. Call in your order, and your meal will be delivered to your car if desired. You will not have a better pizza, salad, sandwich, wrap, wings, or sub anywhere. Check them out. Rasta PastaPizzeria.com. Hello, this is Francine DeWicke from the Law Offices of Spano and DeWicke. Are you looking to plan for your future while maintaining social distancing? Our firm offers video conferencing and other meeting options to bring you peace of mind from the comfort of your home. Please give us a call. The professionals at Spano and DeWicke will guide you through these challenging times. Call the experts at Spano and DeWicke today. 781-231-7800. 781-231-7800. Two three one seventy eight hundred, or visit them online at spanodewiki.com. This weather report is brought to you by Cranny Home Services. Cranny is available for you if you need plumbing, electrical, heat, and air conditioning. They're practicing safe distancing precautions to keep you safe. For more information, visit crannyhomeservices.com. Good morning, everyone. I'm Mark Eisenthal with you on this Saturday. Here is your North Shore 1049 forecast serving the North Shore in the Merrimack Valley. Sun, clouds today, breezy, cool, temps about 50. Clear and cold overnight, temps falling back into the upper 20s. Tomorrow for Easter Sunday, sun, clouds, beautiful day. 50s, low 60s with a gusty south wind. And then on Monday, it's rainy, windy, and muggy, though in mid-60s. Could be a late-day thunderstorm. Forecast being brought to you by our good friends at the Berry Tavern, located 
located on High Street in Danvers. Open daily from 11.30 in the morning till 9.30 at night for lunch and dinner takeout or catering. Enjoy this week's specials. Buy one, get one half price, which includes their famous juicy hamburgers, authentic brick oven pizza, or fresh roasted tavern wings. Please call 978-777-2377. For local North Shore, 1049. I'm Mark Rosenthal. And I promised I would do some trivia, and I thought it'd be a tough trivia question. And I and why I did that, I looked in my little, uh, you know, if you saw the little area that I work in here, it's a little old desk that I have a little folding table that I, like when I used to do remotes, I used to bring the folding table with me. So that's sort of set up, and that's where I am. But I looked in the drawer, and I saw another AAA membership in there since uh, we have one. We might as well try to give away, give it away. Last time I gave one away. I thought it was a little, the question was pretty easy. This one's going to be hard. So Tesla, you know, the electric car company, uh, they came out with a car that is wicked fast because it has a, a, a mode called ludicrous mode. Then they said they're even going to have a faster version called plaid. Where did the term plaid come from in the Tesla cars? This is pretty obscure. So, Jimmy, you're good with obscure. Do you have any idea? Not cars. Well, it it came from a movie. We'll say that. It came from a movie. And uh, if you know the name of the movie, uh, you'll win a AAA membership. So the question is, Tesla... Their really fast mode is called the ludicrous mode because it's really, really fast. But then they're coming out with even a faster mode called plaid. What was plaid? What? Why did they call it plaid? If you know the answer to that, if you're quickly Googling, and if you know the answer to that, give us a call at 800-370-1049. 800-370-1049. Uh, and uh, we will... We will give you something. Let's see if maybe Mike knows. Michael? Yes, good morning, Mike. John. Good morning. How are you? So do you have I'm I'm just fine. How are you doing? Okay, okay, thank you. Given the situation, I'm good. Thank yeah, you very much yeah, for asking. Yeah. Okay, you, John, you I'm gonna give it a guess. You stay here, you're staying okay distant you? you're staying dis you're staying distant from people, you're you're uh, staying six feet away from everybody? Yes, and not only that, it, it's worked out for some people um, much better than I had hoped, but that's working out okay. <laughs> all, right. Um, all right, I'm going to give I'm going to give this a shot. It's if it, even if it's not, I'm just going to tell you it's one of my favorite movies, Spaceballs. You are absolutely correct. Absolutely, yes, I remember yep. that. <laughs> one yeah. of my favorite things. I, I every once in a while I'll dig that up and just watch it from front. It, Mel is. And that whole crew just—it's a great yeah. movie. I yeah, recommend. And, and yeah, and I and I didn't, you know, when when I first heard about uh, the plaid mode in uh, in uh, Tesla, I'm like, what the heck are they talking about? And then I didn't understand. Be honest, I didn't understand the ludicrous mode either. But then once somebody said to me, "Oh, you need to go find the movie and watch it again because as they were hurtling through space, they went from ludicrous to plaid." And I'm like, "Ah, now yeah. I understand." So, yeah. So, I'll tell you what, we'll we'll put you on hold. Uh I will send you a a sanitized uh, AAA gift membership that you can you can use for yourself, you can give it away, you can uh you can use it towards your membership whatever you want. We'll we'll get that in the mail to you. Jimmy will take down your name and address so we have it correctly and uh we'll put that in the mail to you. Uh, John, always uh, a pleasure. I always look forward to and I'm, I'm so glad that you're back on the on the radio. So thank you very much well, again well. and I wish you and your family a, a health, healthy and a safe Easter. Thank you. You as well. All right. All right. So Jimmy will take care of that for me, and I will uh, do what I do here. So somebody wrote to me, and I never got to this question. Well, I got to it in the newspaper, but, oh, yeah, if you're looking for my column in the Boston Globe, well, because of advertising cutbacks, there's been no automotive section to speak of, but you can find my column on boston.com. Uh, they're running the full column now. Thank you to our readers and listeners to this program that maybe uh, asked... Um, 
the editor to do that for me. So thank you. Uh, so the full column is in uh, Boston.com now, so you can find it there. You can find a completely separate, separate, completely different column on uh, in the Providence Journal. So if you go to Projo.com, you can find it there, too. Also, um, if you're in the South Shore area, the Quincy Sun, I believe Bob Bosworth ran my ran a lot of Car Doctor in the latest version of the Quincy Sun. And if you're really looking for older columns, you can find older and newer on in a newspaper called the Yankee Express. And the Yankee Express uh, has uh, digital copies of their papers, and you can find the columns there. And Barbara over at the Yankee Express, thank you for running that. So one of the columns was uh, somebody said to me, I, ha I have a 2010 Chevy Impala. Frequently I hear a noise when I turn a wheel. A Chevy dealer in an independent garage couldn't find anything wrong. However, the problem persists. And I actually got an email from somebody who said, you know, maybe... You know, when you turn the wheel all the way to one side, there's stops that keep the wheels from going further than they're supposed to. A little bit of grease on the steering stops can sometimes eliminate a crunching noise, and the shop may have not been driving it enough to make that crunching noise happen. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. In fact, when I first started repairing cars years and years ago, I was always told... Make sure you lube up all the steering stops. Now, I don't think that happens so much anymore, so dry steering stops can make a crunchy grinding noise. So something you need to look out for. Um, someone else said to me, I need collision work done. Um, I have a big black scratch on the rear of the right passenger door. How can I find a collision repair shop that will not charge me unfairly and do good work? I do not want to use insurance. Now, this is the third or fourth email I got from New York readers who don't want to use their insurance company. So how do you find a good good insurance? A little bit tricky. So talk to your friends, talk to your neighbors, talk to your repair shops, and they'll try to help you with that. Uh, big black scratch, no, you're not going to do paintless dent removal, that's for sure, because if it's a scratch, it won't work. But sometimes you can find people that can do uh, touch-up and make it look really good afterwards or good enough. Let's talk to uh, Mike and Hingham. Michael, good morning. Good morning. How are you? How you like working remote? Not a bad deal, huh? Well, you know, it's funny. I, um, you know, whether it's working remotely from home for my real job or doing it here, um, I live in a very small house. But what's kind of nice, at least, I can go down into my basement where I have a little office set up, and it works out. My wife, uh, I don't, I don't get in her way. She doesn't get in my way, and it works out okay. Uh, but I was talking to several of my coworkers this week, and they're actually looking forward to going back to work uh, in the office. They miss the interaction. I, I don't. I may never go back. I kind of like this. My last two years of working, I worked remotely and, and loved it. I mean, I, I spent. So much time on one twenty. I'm surprised it didn't charge me rent for all the time yeah. in the last forty years. But hey, I got a funny story for you. So I'm listening okay. to your podcast. Uh, last Monday night, I fell asleep. I guess listening to your podcast and uh, most most people up. do. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, actually, not this dull or anything. Just you know, tired. But anyways, yeah. I woke up that that morning. I hear this voice. It's me talking to you about the auto show. I thought I was in a Ron Sterling movie. I mean, just, I had to look around. Where am I? But it was, yeah, it was your replaying me talking to you. I thought that yep. was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On, on another uh, note, I, I, I saw, what's, excuse me? Go ahead. I was going to say on another note, um, I saw that the sales of cars in China is back up now. I hope that's a good measurement of what's going to happen here you know i think i'm pretty worried about the, the you know you, the car sales generally you'll probably get a great deal yeah. right now if you can go look at one but uh i think it's it's going to be a tough year for the automobile manufacturers uh, yeah i i think so too and i mean it was starting off that it didn't look you know it didn't look that bad but if uh i i in fact they pulled an article it says uh uh, keeping stores open is just not worth it, New York uh, dealer says. Uh, walking through one of his empty dealerships wearing a mask and gloves early this month, Todd Caputo recalled why he decided to close. He said, uh, 
He said they had somebody who was sick, somebody else in the hospital. He laid off almost his entire staff of 215 people. He said it's just not worth it keeping it open. He said they're just, they're, especially in New York, they're just not doing the business. So yeah, this is, this is going to be tough for people. This is, uh, hopefully though, um, you know, this will start to turn around. I'm, I wish I felt more encouraged about it all, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it, you know, I guess the good thing is if it turns around quick and everybody gets right back to work, I heard, I heard something on the news this morning that said, uh, you know, the amount of people that apply for unemployment, there might not be enough unemployment money to pay them. So that could, without borrowing from, I don't know, the reserves or something. So this is, this is going to be tough. It, it it is, and I think the it's, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not like throwing a light switch. It's like yep. start up an old engine. You know, so you find an engine hasn't started in five years. That's what this yep. is going to be like. You know, time yeah. Time. Uh- yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people are counting on the fact that when all of a sudden there's this uh, all clear, everybody goes back to work, everybody starts spending money, everybody starts, you know, going out there and, you know, building the economy back up. I don't, I kind of agree with you. I don't think it's going to be that fast, but um, I hope we're both wrong. Yep, me too. Hey, have a happy Easter. Always good pleasure to talk to you. You too, Mike. Take care. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, you know, it's it's tough. Oh, that music means we need to take another quick break. We will be back in just a couple minutes. My name is John Paul. This is the Car Doctor Program. We'll be right back. The Century House in Peabody is offering full Easter dinners for takeout. Please order in advance by calling 978-531-1410. Curbside pickup is encouraged. The Century House is open for takeout every day from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Easter Sunday until 5 p.m. The Epicurean Shop is open seven days a week from 9 to 5, except Easter Sunday. Delivery service is available in surrounding communities. Call 978-531-1410 or visit them online at CenturyHousePVD.com. All roadside assistance is not created equal. A car can break down anytime and anywhere. Join AAA. The roadside provider that puts you first. AAA covers you in any car you're driving or riding in. Our trained technicians arrive fast and usually fix the problems on the spot. Trust your safety to the most recommended roadside provider in the U.S. Join AAA today at aaa.com slash join. That's aaa.com slash join. My name's Kevin Michaud. I'm a dad and I'm a husband. We at Michaud Mitsubishi have taken extreme measures to clean our showrooms, to practice social distancing, and I just wanted to reach out and put some of you folks at ease. I brainstormed with a lot of local business owners, and we realized that there's a necessity to stay open. We know that a lot of folks are still working, and they need to get to where they're going to work. If you need your car service, and we don't just service Mitsubishi, we service everything, we are open. And right now, we have just done employee pricing. What an employee pays for service is what you will pay. We have also done that with employee purchasing. My son here, Zachary, is with me. That's right, Dad. We've been here for you at Michaud Mitsubishi, and we'll continue to be here for you. Interest rates right now are at the lowest I've ever seen them. Certain banks are deferring payments up to 120 days. With that being said, we're here for you if you need a newer used vehicle. Simply go on our website, michaudauto.com, or check our Facebook page for the latest news. This is Kevin Michaud from Michaud Mitsubishi in Danvers. And from my family to yours, stay safe and we'll get through this together. Great one hour. I want to thank our buddy Brian Loans for joining us, and and of course, uh, always nice to hear from our callers. Uh, always, it's not a, it's not the same show without them. Um, hey, if your car is sitting around, not a bad idea to fill it with gas. Not a bad idea to add gasoline stabilizer. Stable is a brand that's been around forever. 
exercise a car. Take it out every two weeks. Drive it for 20 or 30 minutes. Warm it up. That's good for it. It lubricates all the moving parts. Uh, keeps the tires from flat spotting. Knocks the rust off the brakes. And, you know, open and close all the doors. Open the trunk. Make sure everything moves. Because letting it sit like that, things are going to stick and things are going to be problem problematic. Uh, talking to our folks at AAA, battery calls are up because people have let their cars sit for now, sometimes a month or more, and the car doesn't start because the battery went dead. Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with the car. Just means that uh, you know that, that car uses sucks off a little bit of electricity from the battery every time. So uh, I want to thank the people at AAA for again sponsoring, being a sponsor of the program. Uh, if you want to join AAA, it's uh, simple enough. AAA.com/slash/join. So I think we are just about out of time. Give your car a little bit of exercise. That's always good. Happy Easter. Uh, happy Passover. Stay distant from people, I guess, is the best thing to do. And until next week, make sure you wear your seatbelt, drive safely, be good to your car, and wash your hands. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. North Shore 104.9 WBOQ Gloucester. And streaming worldwide on the North Shore 104.9 app.